Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Hallmark Heartbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. It's been a while since I've been podcasting, mostly because I decided to take a break, but Special Movie has just come out, Color My World with Love, and it inspired me to come back. And this week I get to talk with the only man that I know of who can make an amnesiac fall in love with him. <laughs> the mother of his potential love interest fall in love with him as well, Benjamin Ayers. And if you guys don't know, that is referencing his two other Hallmark movies, Love by Chance and Falling in Vermont. I think. That's right, Falling for Vermont, yeah. But those are the movies that like literally intro, um, introduced me to you and I loved you in them. They were oh, thanks. Great. You know what? Those are the two, those are the two movies that introduced me to Hallmark. I was peripherally aware of obviously mm. the network and that they make these movies, but those were my first two. And you know, but what a, what a great two to get to start with. It was pretty, uh, pretty special. Well, I mean, I don't know if you heard the broke the news, but um, your co-star Julie is a new mom. Yes, I know, and we've actually been uh, we've been messaging. We had actually had a long chat last night, so I'm, I'm very very happy for them. I'm going to see them. Uh, I'm in Toronto, she's in Los Angeles, but I believe we'll both be in Vancouver at the beginning of July. So we're going to get together, and I can give that. See. See the Give baby. them all little cuddles. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's all so right. cute. I'm happy for them. But I mean, like, you uh, you still stay in contact with all of your co-stars? 100%. That's cool. Listen, this, this is the best part about this job, especially the Hallmark world, is we're all kind of aware of one another, of mm. course. But then all of a sudden, it's like, last minute, there's a movie that's happening. It's this pairing and all of a sudden you're just best friends and now you're friends for life and we message each other on instagram texting random funny things you know memories photos from the shoot uh it's it's incredible i've been so so lucky with uh, the great co-stars that i've had yeah you've worked with many i mean last year you did um you me at christmas trees with danica not gonna lie yeah. That was, I, I did not like that movie. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, what did you like about it? It was confusing. It was, it, it, like, the whole mystery of what killed the, all of the trees weren't ever really solved because we found it out. It doesn't matter about the mystery. It's more of, yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if the, if the, if the center storyline in my opinion, anyway, it was like, oh, what's killing the trees? And it, the movie ends, but we never really solve it. Then we'll, we'll, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I was in the world asking the same questions. I'm like, well, wait, but what actually is the cause of the trees dying? And like, but they, they fall in love, so it's all good. And <laughs> I love your backdrop. I love it. So you're in Hawaii. Where in yes. Hawaii are you? I'm on um, Wahiwa, which is the central Oahu, like, get a map of Oahu and like put your finger right in the middle of it. And that's Wahiwa, that's where I'm at. Wow, that's cool, right? No, that's why I wanted to wear my shirt for you today. I, uh, <laughs> I've spent Thank some you. time on uh, Maui and mm. one of my, are you, are you born and raised Hawaii? No, I am born in the Philippines. My dad, oh. my dad is actually was in the army and 
we moved here because my dad was stationed here and then yeah. he chose to retire here. So we stayed after his retirement and stuff like that. But he did like 24 years in the army. Wow. And wow. so like Good the last four, the last four years four was here in Hawaii that we ended okay. up staying and stuff. And do you guys, do you guys go back? Back to, to the Philippines? My family does, yes. I haven't yeah, been back yeah. to the Philippines since 2006. Okay. Yeah, but um, it is uh, it's emotional. <laughs> I do have to say, There's... what's emotional? Going the, the thought of going back or no, not being there anymore. The last <laughs> time I went to the Philippines, I was sad. I was really, really sad because of the poverty in the mm. Philippines. Like we're not. I'm not rich in the Philippines. We're not, I mean, in America, I'm not like, you know, well off or anything. My family isn't well off at all. We see poverty here in the United States as well. But I feel like in comparison to the poverty in the Philippines, it's not even comparable. Um, it was really sad to me watching homeless kids like begging on the street and, you know, and like, I'm sitting there, I remember my uncle telling my uncle, I was like, if they don't go to school, how are they gonna get out of the streets? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like going to school is the only way for people to actually, um, God, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I must be so sad, especially to go back. It's, you know, the I mean, it's probably the fact that it changed so much from when you remember it when you were younger and you looked at I, it through I, a different lens yeah. and perspective. That's what traveling gives you, and it that must have been hard to go back. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm left the Philippines when I was seven, so I don't really have that much memory of the Philippines from when I was younger. But when I went back to visit in 2006, I just remember getting um, emotionally hurt and just like changed mm. really seeing all of that because it's, it reminds you that like you're lucky. You know what I mean? Like, right. you're really, really lucky and like, there's nothing, like, life is hard and, you know, effed up. But at this point, you know, like, I have, I have people who love me. I have food on the table. I have roof over my head. You know what I mean? It's like, it can be a heck of a lot worse. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. Wow. But yeah, it was, that, that was hard for me seeing that. Yeah, I bet. I bet it was. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I thank you for thank you for sharing that with me. I appreciate it. I wanted yeah. to know a bit of your backstory, you know. Yeah, I mean, my backstory is complicated. I mean, I told this the reason why I um, color my world with love was such a touching something that I was inspired to come back from my break on is um, because it is a story about the disabled community. And it's something that I've advocated for is to tell the stories of the disabled. Um, what was the, what was the thing that attracted you to the script? Would you say that made you go, Oh, I need to try out for this or I need to do this. Or I mean, just, just <laughs> like you said, you know, I mean, the, the first uh, point of contact of that script for me was Peter Benson directing it, mm. who is one of, do you awesome. know Peter Benson? Yeah. Yes. 
he's so right. he's he's been one of my best friends forever mm. um so we already have a great chemistry and we've always wanted to work together you know we were we never knew if it was gonna be a christmas movie a mystery movie what it was gonna be we've acted together in hallmark movies and we're like you know eventually we'll get to do one where i'm acting and he's directing so i knew that he was involved i knew that erica durance was involved and i love erica the she's biggest heart. Uh, she's unbelievable. And she really carries this film in a way that uh, people are going to be blown away by. Uh, it's a real tour de force for her. And uh, her and I worked on a show for five seasons called Saving Hope. So I've known her for a very long time. So those two things were my first in. So already I was, it didn't matter what the project was. I was just mm -hmm. like on board. And then I got the script. And Peter had told me beforehand loosely kind of what it was about. And I was like, no, how is that executed? I'm going to, I guess I'll read the script and kind of find out. And basically the second page, I was crying. <laughs> the moment where she's painting and, you know, that woman is watching and says, I didn't think people like that could do that. People like what? And just that whole exchange, I was like, oh. I hope they don't cut this. And to me, that was a very, uh, like, it was a great introduction into the world and the strength of Lily's character and how she handles it. And Emma, her mom, you know, it was just such a beautiful moment. Uh, I was just in right then. It didn't take me. I was just like, sign me up. I don't need to read all 99 pages. <laughs> I'm texting you after watching that scene. It was like, what is going on? <laughs> And I'm sitting there going, dude, this movie just hit me. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> I have the Kleenex ready. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. A lot of people in the disabled community can relate to that scene so much because we do things and people are like, oh, I can't believe you did. You were able to do that. I'm like, why? <laughs> you know right. Well, what's interesting for me too is so that's you know your perspective in watching that movie is going to be so specific and different from mine because you know the way even watching Lily and David navigate the world is very similar to their characters in there and for me you know I was protective but then realized quite quickly they have learned to protect themselves and deal with those situations in a way that I have yet to deal with right so just me standing in a hotel lobby talking with them and just kind of like telling jokes or just kind of hanging out with my friends but then the looks people would give and I'd, I'd kind of have this like what are you looking at sort of as if I was judging them for judging us when really I'm like whatever I get it it's for some people that's just not their reality and they don't have any you know I, I didn't have a lot of experience going into it beforehand and I was just so happy to get to meet them and you know have two great friends now yeah um I said this before, so um, sometimes the disabled community is the forgotten community. Because there's so many, uh, you know, we have Pride Month, right? This is Pride Month for the LGBTQ plus community. We have AAPI Month, which was last month for the Asian month. We have Black History Month, all kinds of things. But a lot of times when celebrating these, we forget the disabled gay people, the disabled Asian people, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it's, it's um, but yeah, it's, we still get the looks and stuff like that. But um, that's one thing I loved about this movie was how it tackled ableism, how people would look diff looked at like 
the other scene that made me mad was the wedding dress scene <laughs> where the lady just wouldn't even let her try on the dress where like the lady what was like like oh it won't come up come for her or something like that and I love Lily's character how she dealt with it with kindness and giving yeah. her a hug oh whatever so I'm sitting there going like I don't know if I would have done the same thing yeah cuss her out <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean because sometimes it's like you get tired of being nice and being silent and you just want to like you know be treated the same but society does not treat you the same and stuff like that but um God, what what was it like working with Lily and David DeSantis? I mean, oh, where do I start? I mean, it was it was an absolute beautiful, emotional, wonderful roller coaster every day. And you know, to see, I'll start with Lily. You know, she's a huge Hallmark fan, and her mom, a huge Hallmark fan. And so when they arrived, they already kind of knew who we were. They knew Peter. They like they they'd seen my movies. You know, they were like just so happy to get like to go from being a fan of the network and the movies, and having never even auditioned for a smaller role, and then all of a sudden being the lead. Lily would cry because she was so happy. Oh. Oh my God! It makes me. And she and I'd look over at her, and she would, and she'd be up, and I was like, I, and I thought, I don't know, did somebody hurt her? Would something happen on set? Because there's, you know, there's a lot going on, and it. it's a very busy, long day, and sometimes I get tired, as we all do. And I'd look over sometimes, and, and she'd be crying, and I'd and I'd say, Are you okay? And she was, I just need a hug, and I, and I, you know, I was like, did something happen? And she's like, I'm just so happy for this opportunity. I never thought I would get to live this dream. And I was just like, Lily, it's amazing, you know, like, and now, and now she's doing the interviews and the things and everything. I'm, I'm just so proud and happy for them. And uh, it, it just was such a beautiful reminder of the world we exist in and getting to tell this story in particular. And, and then just even a reminder for me that what I do is special. Um, she reminded me of that daily and, and, and David came with such charisma and gusto and confidence and he's just a firecracker of personality that i couldn't even handle sometimes dangerously wickedly funny holy the the, the jokes he would tell the you know and the pranks they would plan each other it was it was unbelievable it was so much fun and you know i david had this ability you know as an actor working on, on these films usually you're you don't have a lot of time in the day to be messing around between action and cut. You kind of, you kind of like after you can kind of play around and have fun, but you don't have a lot of time between action and cut. You kind of got to get in there, deliver and kind of keep going because we're moving very quickly, 15 right. days to shoot a film. But he would, he would every take do something different like Robert De Niro out there. You know, he's out there just taking chances, doing stuff, changing the lines, touching your face when you're like, Oh, okay. And you just kind of go with it. And, and, I haven't been challenged like that from another actor, I don't know, since doing theater. Like, I can't even think of the last time an actor was that free between action and cut. Usually everybody comes pretty prepared exactly what they're going to do and they'll change it up a little bit between scenes. But I know some actors that come, this is exactly how I'm going to do it. And you have to work within the parameters of how I am going to do it. 
and you can decide if you want to or not. He comes in and just does something different every time, but every time is truthful. And that's the best type of acting. As long as it's, as long as it's rooted in reality and truthful to the moment, it works. And as you can tell in the edit in the end, it like really does is his little moments and quirks. And, you know, like we spent a lot of time together, you know, brother from another mother, we got to, uh, you know, we had some really fun scenes and, 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 you know, we would run the lines beforehand. Um, Cause sometimes, you know, you know, he could, he could, you know, slip up on some lines here and there as we all do, as I do all the time. So, you know, he liked to really kind of run lines, which, which I love to do as well. But then, then within that was the freedom once he got to set was just, it was so great to watch. He never got nervous. Like I see I actually get nervous all the time and maybe a little bit anxious, but it's not working out. He's, he keep drop a line, do a thing. He'll be talking about something else while the camera's still rolling, come back in. Like it was a masterclass. It was an acting masterclass. Both of them, they put on a clinic. We both, we learned a lot. Awesome. I, this, what it is, um, how your character got into David's life is something that touched me because his um, family, you said that his family, um, his parents like died in a accident or whatever. So you, the thing that you said was, you said something like, you know, what would, what would happen if there, if, you know, they they died or whatever so that's where you stepped in and th that conversation has been like in my mind the past couple of years especially because and it's you know with the whole like what if my parent something happens to my parents who's going to take care of me and stuff like that and who's going to because it's a the disabled it's a burden. It's a burden for family and not just friends. You know what I mean? And so. Mm -hmm. So it's got to be a big it. thing to think about. Yeah. And I love that you guys introduced that because a lot of times those are not talked about. It's like, who's going to take care of me, the disabled person, when mm -hmm. their caregiver dies or whatever. So. Right. Right. And what I like in, in, in the film, the way they, they tackle that too is, you know, it's easy to say, well, I see him once a month or kind of go in, but, yeah. but ultimately the care, you know, Brad is so fun to be around, Nick says, that we kind of get together a lot. We play video yeah. games, go to movies, eat pizza, <laughs> hang out, go to the arcade because he's just so fun to be around. Right. Yeah. And uh, I liked that they went with that angle too. I mean, there are a lot of layers in this film when it comes to, you know, a letting go. And then also, also in our, in our story, just the fact that Nick stepped up and Nick's whole family, extended family stepped oh, yeah. up to help him, you know, like it's, cause as you said, it's, it's a, it's a big commitment, you know, so. Yep. Um, you can, you can move, you move out here. We'll hang out with anything. <laughs> yeah. Nothing will ever happen. I, I, that, that's the other thing that I wish was actually reality is your character, Dick, is a developer and your project as a developer was to try to build, I guess, assisted living for like, or, um, you know, independent living places for the disabled community. And I messaged you yesterday. I was like, I wish that was a real thing, you know, because. So this sadly, is interesting. It actually is a real thing. And it's actually uh, very much a real thing in my family. So uh, it's actually through an in-law. So my brother's wife's aunt has oh. a daughter 
that has uh, Down syndrome and uh, um, she has Asperger's. Mm. So she is in an assisted living situation like that's in the film. And they built the first one in Vancouver. Wow. And she moved in while we were filming this movie. Oh, wow. So it's like this type of situation where they, you know, uh, they want independence. They want to live on their own, but they need help. Yep. And you need somebody who's there to check just in. Just in case. Just in case. Right. That's right. As a just in case. And also just for emotional and community support. Yeah. So they have what's called a community connector who makes sure that everybody knows everybody in the building. I actually think a community connector should exist in every apartment building <laughs> and maybe every street. Somebody who's like, have you met who moved in over at 38? Come over and say hi. You know, like yeah. I think that's a, that, that would be great. So. Uh, yeah, it's it, it was interesting that it was happening at the same time as as while I was filming it. So I, I I spoke with them a lot over the course of it to make sure that what I was saying and what Nick was doing rang true to the reality of what's currently being built, what just finished being built in Vancouver, wow. and what is starting to be more common across the country. Mm. When are they gonna do it here? <laughs> Well, I don't know. I th there must be some. There must be some across the U.S. Maybe not in Hawaii. I don't know. <laughs> They're like you're in Hawaii. You're I know, right? I, uh, all of the developers here are mainly for like the rich. <laughs> I know. Well, and that was something, as you you know, like it was. So originally, in the in in the original script. Nick was walking around in like an open field where he was like envisioning what it could become. Yeah. Now finding some type of development that was in the process of being developed where their houses are maybe half being built and roads aren't quite being put into film cinematically, they couldn't find a place. Right. So Peter came up with the incredible idea of what about if we used a model home and just made it look like half of a chunk of that is what's being used and we're like yeah. oh, it just looks better right i was like yeah that's yeah. our uh, uh like very tim burton kind of vibe kind of inside <laughs> the world like that you know it's very beetlejuice so we uh, ended up shooting there instead which kind of gave it a much more polished vibe but then we were like well this whole thing can't be assisted living so some of it's going to have to be private where people are buying for, so that it's for profit so that right. you find a mix of not for profit and profit right. to make it make sense, you know, um, that way that, you know, evil developer is still doing <laughs> some good and yeah. making money. <laughs> I know. I, I love the, um, I just, and then um, now, uh, this movie is so great. There's like so many layers to it. I could talk to you for hours about this movie, but what is one thing that you would want viewers to take once they, when the movie is done, rolling credits are, you know, on the TV, what would you want them to take from this? It's such a great question because I mean, I think depending on the viewer, they're going to take away something. You're going to take away something different than, let's say, a mother of a 22 year old who uh, just met a boy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that whole thing of like that real letting go and trusting that it's time for that person. That's what I love is, uh, you know, while the film focused on the disability a little bit, 
it wasn't the focus of the film. No, it, was it was mostly about, about their relationship and falling in love and yeah. that it was brushed over. And there are those moments that we spoke about, but ultimately it's just about falling in love, trusting your instincts and also, you know, parents letting go and also within yourself, letting go and trusting that, you know, everything will be okay. And it's yeah. easy to live in, live in fear and be guarded and be anxious and have tantrums and, and live in a state of fear. Um, I actually but, told Pa this, I, I interviewed Paul Campbell, Chris, or my I love, love, love Paul Campbell, yeah. And I said to him, I was like, I would love a, dis a storyline where this two disabled characters fall in love, but it's not a storyline that focuses on their disability. It's about them falling in love, but they also have a disability. So they just, they just they're facing the same struggles as an able-bodied people, as two able-bodied people who right. are falling in love, but they just happen to have that extra struggle, if that makes sense. What you just said was how they pitched it to me after I read the script. We did a, a Zoom kind of meeting with it was Peter, Erica, myself, and our producers, John and Kim. John and Kim have been working on this for a very long time. And they said exactly that. We do not want to make a movie about uh, disabilities. It is a love story where they happen to have disabilities. Yeah. And there will be moments of it throughout, but let's not make the movie about that at all. And, yeah. and let's be sure that we stay true to that and make sure we find at that point, we still didn't have, you know, Lily and David cast and they cast a wide net all across Canada, yeah. all across the US, mm -hmm. lots of auditions. And they, you know, they won those roles. Uh, they beat a lot of people for those roles. Yeah. And, you know, and the, I think that they were aware that that's what it was too. And uh, they took a lot of pride in that. They felt, you know, it was very special for them. and just getting to be involved in it and there to support them and then you know and to support erica and for us to you know that's what pete kept saying like you're just gonna come in ben and be fun you're just fun uncle come in have some great scenes make her fall in love with you and get up and it was just and that's just what i got to do and it, you know i just had so much fun with that <laughs> I, uh, I think that i think that 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 was what's so great about this movie is the movie centered, in my opinion, is centered around David and Lily, and you and Erica were sort of the supporting actors. If that yeah. makes sense. Totally. Yeah. You know, like you were the secondary storyline. We, I felt like yeah. I was cheering on for Lily and David, and no, for yeah. Erica. <laughs> yeah, no, of course, no, of course, we're rooting, we're rooting for the two of them, you know, and we're rooting for. You know, Emma, Erica's character yeah. to grow, to allow, to grow and allow that freedom in, in Kendall to grow, you know, yeah. and the fact that she learns from her too, the way that Kendall sees the true beauty through art and not necessarily what everybody else sees is what eventually Emma learns. Yeah. And I think that that's just so beautiful that she's able to learn from her I, I, as well. Sometimes with scenes with um, Erica, sometimes I wonder if my mom thinks the same, what worries the same way. Because she was like, oh, who's going to explain to them 
you know, safe sex and right. <laughs> you know what falling in love and all these other things. I'm sitting there going, like, did my mother ever worry about that? <laughs> yeah. So again, that's what I worry about right now. So you know, my my eldest is 10. I got two daughters, and she's asked some big questions. And you do your best to answer them. And I try not to shy away as much as I want to sometimes. I'm like, well, oh, not ready for it. But you know, they're they're taking they're in sex ed class, right? So they're, they're, yeah. she's, she's walking out of school. The walk home yesterday was a big walk. I'll tell you that. She was asking <laughs> lots of questions. And, you know, and I'm trying to kind of tell her this because I got the other young one on the other side. She's like, what do you mean? <laughs> How do you clean it? And I'm like, quiet. Anyway. Oh, man. Oh, kids. But yeah. So that's just it. That's a parent anyway. That's just yeah. a parent. You yeah. know, uh, regardless <laughs> of your child, that's just the way you're gonna yeah. feel and think. So, I well, I hope everybody else loved this movie as much as I do. I think I, 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 yeah, I'm so glad you did. You know, it makes me so happy that you loved it. And I was nervous, you know, and I'm, uh, I'm just, uh, like I said, I'm so happy for Lily and David to get to play these characters and to get to do it in a story that is just so beautiful for them to tell. But ultimately I want to hear from you, you know, and anybody else with a disability that they connected to it and understood it and that they also needed the box of tissues as will everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I actually told, I was on Facebook and I told, um, I run a Facebook group for Hallmark and I, told several of my members, I was like, if you're disabled and you're gonna watch this movie, trigger warning, because you're gonna like literally cry. <laughs> you're gonna like, <laughs> it's gonna hit you with reality. It's gonna hit you with some reality and stuff. Uh, and um, a, lot of, a lot of people were like, thank you for the trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cause it, it's, it's, whew. I mean, whew, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it, it must have been, I mean, while it was, uh, I, I imagine a much more cathartic experience for somebody yeah. like you, did you still go, did you still get the warm and fuzzies and oh, did yeah. you feel good at the end as well throughout oh, the Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I loved the wedding. The wedding was so cute. It was adorable. And David running down the aisle to like, you know, <laughs> I thought that was so sweet and um you know reality is that well um, reality is that it's hard for disabled people to actually get married because you mm -hmm. lose your benefits if you mm -hmm. marry another person so that's not reality but right um that's uh, but I thought that was such a beautiful moment, and I, I love Lily in her dress. I, I was so just, I was so mad when she was at the wedding shop and didn't get to try any of the dresses. I'm sitting there going, like, that is like every girl's dream. Yeah, I know. To try wedding dresses. I was thinking to myself, like, you know, Erica was like putting the dress on her next to her body, like to see it. I'm sitting there going, like, put the dress on. Her. <laughs> I thought that was beautiful and I love like you know I think that uh, your character Nick he, he, he I feel like you um, you helped Erica's character you know 
I guess trust and stuff, you know, trust Kendall, trust um, David's character, trust you, trust everything, trust her mom even, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It was just like wonderful. It seems like you seem you you seem like you play like the good guys all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect boyfriend slash man. I mean, like the one who like. Like I said in the beginning, you're the guy who the um, the mother falls in love with. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank Hallmark for writing them for me. Yeah. Well, do you have any future projects coming up? Are you doing another you know, Christmas movie this year? Uh, I I I'm sure I will be. I don't have one currently, but uh, there's usually a phone call that happens two <laughs> weeks before, and then it's like, here we go. Uh, I'm going to be out west. I'm, I'm actually working on a different series for a little while there uh, for the summer in, in Vancouver, so I'm going to be out there anyway. And uh, I did a Lifetime movie in December that was supposed to air uh, Memorial Day weekend, but they have postponed it, uh, which I think it will air now in the fall. Mm. Um, which was a, a much different type of movie than a Hallmark movie uh, called The Bad Seed, which is which was uh, one you'll have to watch out for. I'll message you when it comes out. Um, you might need tissues, but for different reasons. You won't cover your eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, I, I've noticed that Hallmark, like the Lifetime movies, outside of Christmas, it's like scary. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, murder and everything but anyway thank you so much Ben for joining you me. are I so welcome so thank honored you. to like talk to you and like you made it worth waking up <laughs> okay good I'm glad you enjoyed the coffee I brewed for you thank you and thank you for taking me to Hawaii it was really nice I, I <laughs> much aloha yeah much aloha <laughs> okay bye. thank you very much bye-bye